You snuck in the start button, and I'm not falling for it this time. I noticed that you clicked it. What do you mean? Tell us about your haircut. Yeah, tell us about your haircut. I'm getting my haircut tomorrow. It's... My my mane is too wild and untamed, and the new year, new me, is what we like to say. Um, yeah, we, we've got a crazy little episode here, so we should probably just jump right into it. Don't leave the audience hungry for more. The audience uh, is hungry. <laughs> constantly. Um, with that, hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast, and I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jake Rears. I just have a cold, so I sound like <laughs> Yep, there's nothing awry here at Tough Cut HQ. Um, it's just your three favorite boys on yeah, there. Yeah, I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> We've really distilled it down to his entity. Uh, apple of my eye. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. We got married last year. It all adds up. This <laughs> what is, you say right? This is definitely Alex. Everything adds up so far. Everything adds up. Uh, Alex, do you want to introduce what we're doing here? All right. This is Tough Cut. <laughs> What's our episode um, about today? Our episode, it's a bonus episode, Woo! and we will be ranking movie trailers. I hope that drum roll comes in real good. <laughs> we're going to add it in post. <laughs> Whoever has to do that. True, true. Sorry. I did my part. Whose turn? <laughs> we're we're, we're doing movie trailers. Yeah. We're doing movie, we're trailers. Doing movie trailers. Yeah, we're going to rank them. Yeah. Uh, and it's and gonna be great. They're gonna be some really good and some questionable. Wow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the questionable yeah. choices. That's the first time we've ever done this on this show. I know. Yeah, usually we're like objective best of lists. Um, new Alex, new attitude. New Alex, new year, <laughs> new Alex, new attitude. I love that. Uh, spoilers. We're gonna be spoiling probably. I mean, they're just trailers, but some of these trailers they spoil a lot. Yeah um and also there was that you know this is kind of apt that we're doing movie trailers because they just got that lawsuit that got completed mm-hmm. where the someone yeah on the armist they uh you didn't hear about this man no i did not Oh, okay. It's really interesting, actually. So uh, to, some Ana de Armas fans were really upset that she was featured in one of the trailers for the movie yesterday, but that she was not in it because they, she, her scene was deleted. Oh. So there is now like a law put in place where movie comp- studios or or maybe the trailer houses themselves yeah. can be sued for having misleading enough trailers. Yeah. They sued because they were Ana de Armas fans and she wasn't in her one scene of the movie. Yeah, they said- And so now, like, you know, yeah. companies that do it on purpose, like, you know, Marvel, because people, like, leak things online all the time, so okay. they film fake scenes, they can, they're apt to be sued. That's crazy. I'm about yeah. to give myself a fat paycheck from Marvel Studios. Hell yeah. You yeah. can. I mean, I think, like, it's, like, they're, they're getting, like, millions of dollars. We could fight the Infinity War trailer. They straight up pretend like the Hulk is in there. Yeah. They um they misled me into watching several movies. God, I've seen so many Marvel movies. What the hell? <laughs> oh, damn. That one stung. The hot takes. The hot, hot takes. takes. So many hot takes on this show. Um. Oh, uh, yeah, this is episode 90. It's kind of crazy. What? Whoa. Yeah. We got 10 more until the Big Bang. And who knows what's going to happen. Something really special here. And... Alex is already planning that, but yes, yeah, I Alex. am. I Can have you it give all us a little out. taste. Um, a taste. Yeah. Uh, of what? <laughs> the hundredth. The hundredth episode. Yeah. Of the hundredth episode. Okay, so we're gonna take it. It's gonna be a video. 
it's gonna be a video podcast. No, that's all the oh, rage right now. Whoa, on video YouTube. Podcast. Yeah, that's all the rage. On YouTube, we're gonna upload on YouTube. That's what a lot of people do now. Mm. Yeah, they no, upload yeah. like the you know right and y'all are we're, we sorry we I forgot I'm yeah there. right um are gonna do the podcast hanging from the edge of a cliff Ooh, it, <laughs> and, and there's just so much tension be, added to the circumstance based on that you know and ready ready it's gonna be the cliffhanger podcast oh, uh, oh so we're, we're, cha- we're changing <laughs> we're no not the podcast i mean the bracket the cliffhangers <laughs> bracket. i mean the bracket and loser dies in real life what has the best cliffhanger just huh? like the, which one? Which movie? Yeah. Which movie has the best cliffhanger? Yeah, that'd yeah. actually be a good bracket. Actually, I think I just well, yeah, we'll add it to the pitch document, Alex. You know, we're all over that. Yeah. Uh, wait, Alex, right? You, of course, you could just add it to the pitch document now. I'll do it now. Yeah. yeah, you did it. All right, perfect. Okay, so coming at you in today's really good at my job. coming at you in today's episode, um, we've just got a speedy little six trailers to talk about. Kicking it off, we're gonna have the OG Sonic trailer versus Suicide Squad, then the Last Airbender versus Us, and then finally Social Network versus Skinmarink, 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 like a like a hinky dink ice Skinamarink. ice ring, screaming Mimi. Um. Yeah, so I love how you just like innocently brushed past the last Airbender as if that one was the most natural one <laughs> in the in the, the, in the last year. Hey, it's this summer. It's what I get paid for. Um, so I'll, I'll kick us off here with the Sonic trailer. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. It was released in 2020, <laughs> and it had a trailer that was released before <laughs> that, and it was very bad. And, well, I mean, totally not bad, and Sonic didn't look like a terrifying eldritch abomination with teeth that's going to steal your skin. I did forget how bad the teeth are. I mean, are. It, it's pretty iconic, this this trailer. I Every time, you never realize how bad, how bad it'll look. And I remember, like, I was watching this right before the podcast, and the movie looked good for 10 seconds. And then you see his weird spindly body show up in frame, and you're like, why does he look like that? Yeah, and it's going up against, um, Alex, you want to introduce Suicide Squad? Yes, I do. <laughs> a very f- uh, informal can introduction. You, can, sorry, can you speak up, Alex? I can't really. Yes, I do. Okay, so 2016, Suicide Squad. You may have it confused with The Suicide Squad that came out <laughs> in 2021, but they're not the same. Mm. Don't even think twice about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. This trailer caused a huge uproar because everyone felt very misled by the fact that they thought this movie would be good. <laughs> classic. Classic. You know, classic Ana de Armas situation. <laughs> we're in a we classic. We were tricked Ana. into thinking a movie would be good, just like those Ana de Armas fans thought she would be in that movie. And then we watched it and it wasn't. Yeah. And, you know, it sparked the debate of release the Ayer cut in the recent years, ever since release the Snyder cut actually happened. So, and I don't think it'll yeah, be I, I think this is, no. <laughs> I, well, I've got, I've got some, I've got some opinions on that. All right. What are well, your hopefully opinions? we can get into them, you know? Yeah. yeah. I guess just right out the gate. I, yeah, Alex, what are those controversial it. opinions on the hear Suicide your Squad opinions. here? Well, first of all, I want to say that I do think it was a really good idea to put these two against each other because I think it's so interesting how both of these trailers really had different impacts on their audience in particular. Uh, and like the actual filmmaking process. So- no, seriously, the Sonic movie had such an insane uproar that they had to go back and do something that I've never seen done and most people haven't seen done where they had to go and they had to reanimate the main character of this film. It's the whole movie. The whole movie. Yeah. And it probably influenced how they, because they probably already started things for the second one and they had mm-hmm. tails in the second one and, you know, at the end of the first one. 
So they probably had to reanimate so much more than we even really realize. And that was because the trailer had such a controversial image. Is the only just a negative? Haunting. Just it was yeah. all negative. Like there was Horrifying. no positive. I, the yeah. only people fighting for it were just like, man, they worked hard, guys. Let's just <laughs> Those VFX artists. Yeah, oh, God. Were, yeah, yeah. It was it was the two camps of we should bullying works is the first camp, <laughs> and no, we feel bad because animators and VFX artists are already treated terribly. Which yeah. both are true. <laughs> but we yeah. opted as a society for bullying. Bullying works, and yeah. Boy, and, I, <laughs> and boy, did it work. And boy, did it work. And I think it's also interesting because the Suicide Squad had a similar... Or Suicide Squad. I'm so sorry. Not the Suicide Squad. Right. I, I, I apologize. I Alex, will, get it together. My notes app apology will be up for <laughs> Yeah. It'll be um, on the Tough Cut Twitter right away. It'll be on the Tough Cut Twitter, yeah. But Suicide Squad, the trailer was so well received. This was specifically the Comic-Con trailer that came out with the... I started a joke. I stayed up. I stayed up and like watched it. I was at camp and we weren't allowed to have our phones and I snuck my phone. Just so you could watch the Suicide Squad trailer. Just so I could watch the Suicide Squad trailer. And see your favorite actor, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. You're projecting. (laughs) They edited out the damage on his forehead. Yeah, did you see that? Did you see that? They, uh, because I remember when I first saw it, looking at Jared Leto's performance, I was like, that's exciting. I mean, it's new. It's different. Like I could tell like it might be whatever. But um, the damage was not there on his forehead. The tattoo damage. Oh, my God. And I think I think that did a huge part of people being like, wait, (laughs) what? Not as cringe as we thought. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. But because the trailer was so well received, they recut the film using the trailer house editors. Yeah. And that's why a big part of the film, I think really tanked because it was edited so poorly. And it's so interesting that both of these films had such an influence from their trailers and public perception, one in a way that it made it better. And one in the way that even though they thought they were doing the right thing and making it better, it actually made it worse because editing trailers is extremely different than editing an actual. Something I think is really interesting directly related to that point is with Sonic, I think there was also this element of lowering expectations. I think it like mm-hmm. made audiences think that this movie is going to be awful. And, you know, as the three boys on the tough cut here, um, we're on record yeah. saying that we we were all pleasantly surprised by how good Sonic was. And I definitely think the trailers setting my expectations rock bottom plays a plays a huge role in that. And drinking Sonic Speed before seeing the premiere. Hey, that um, <laughs> that that'll you know that might have had an impact. That'll in color it. You know, any movie tipping experience. Over those five hour energies <laughs> into that drink might have had an impact. No, I think you bring up a good point, and it's something that like frustrates me with um whenever they just whenever artists try to jump into another medium but have like full like i can do anything prowess without like taking the time to actually learn it mm-hmm. my best example is jk rowling mm. uh awful human being we, or we're on noted that. enemy <laughs> of the tough <laughs> you know, cut as of late enemy, <laughs> enemy of the tough cut uh but she she you know she wrote the hell out of the out of those books they were best selling whatever uh the harry potter books oh and then she went and <laughs> turns out she can't write a movie she like the pacing of her movie was god awful uh i thought the first fantastic beast was a fine movie but you could tell just how god awful it was that second movie so, so bad. bad and it was it was literally it was all script that was awful you had you had at that moment great actors uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit happened. Um, and 
you yeah you know you have the world established people loved it and yet you failed so hard with a script so it's just like when you get a trailer house to edit a, a full feature length film the pacing's going to be drastically different and that's like oh you you, you really can tell I, I, and that's that's insane that a trailer could do that i yeah. do think there's also some elements of the suicide squad trailer even without like the cutting of the film that just like the bones themselves, those some bad bones, mm-hmm. you know, like there are definite issues in the movie's writing. There are definite issues in some of the characters yeah. mm-hmm. um, that the yeah. trailers, the the snappy editing of a trailer gives you the opportunity to hide a lot of that. Um, and I think the tone was also just drastically different. True. Too. Like it just like I, I, I rewatched this trailer and I was like, if the trailer house re-edited their cut, they still didn't match the tone of their own trailer, mm-hmm. like at all. Like, what was film the... doesn't even match the tone of like any of the trailers because there's then there's no, there's yeah. like this no, one that's the like the the, trailers, the yeah. slow meander. Yeah, there's the upbeat. It's with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. is the other one, yeah. And I liked that trailer too, but for a different reason mm. because they kind of were they were very different. And I think it's interesting because they one like you said, like the bones of it were already bad because they messed up inherently what the Suicide Squad is. This katana. <laughs> Try not to get killed by her. <laughs> Try not to get killed by her for whatever, you know. Good moment. Like, they, they messed up inherently what the Suicide Squad does in the original comics and, you know, in the animated movies. Right. Yeah, no, so noted comic so forth, fans over here. Who? What? Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Me, Alex. I, yeah. I just really, really like that the trailer includes the... What? Was some kind of suicide squad? Suicide squad? God, yeah. that line's amazing. <laughs> God, that God, that line is bad. It's <laughs> it's even worse like in the trailer. Um like like it's bad in the movie and now like I can't like see it any other way, but I don't know how little me watched that trailer and didn't also cringe at that line. I was just so like that actually goes into my next point that I wanted to bring up is that these two trailers, particularly against each other, one had their finger on the pulse of what everyone wanted in terms of style and tone. Mm-hmm. And the Suicide Squad Sonic. trailer, oh. we, <laughs> the Suicide Squad trailer is what, I mean, it was like Tumblr 2016 era, you mm. know, damaged, yeah. you know, mad love kind of thing. Right. And that, I can fix him, exactly. That Wait. trailer really in terms of the cast and in terms of, it was different from any other Marvel movie, it was the bad guys. And then just also David Ayer really had that like hot topic goth look down. Oh yeah, 100%. And he, and while now we look back and we're like, wow, we should have known. At the time that was what everyone wanted. It, it came at the perfect time where it tricked us into thinking that it was what we wanted to see. Where on the other hand, the Sonic trailer did not know what it was. I mean, even the song choice. What, <laughs> what song was that? It was it's Gangster's the intro Paradise. Gangster's Paradise. Why, yeah. why would they do that? Because uh, <laughs> Sonic. When I think of Gangster's Paradise, I think of Ben Schwartz. You you sound like you sound like Lin Manuel Miranda pitching Hamilton. When <laughs> <laughs> I this is a gangster story. This is this is hip hop. <laughs> Washington is watching on me. <laughs> oh my god. Sonic is running on the same thing. <laughs> it's just it's it's funny it's the duality is one movie ended up being really terrible but the trailer was just so perfectly captured in our tune attention with yeah. what we wanted to see. Yes. And in terms of style and tone, it just had what we wanted to see. And then Sonic, that trailer just did not understand what the Sonic audience wanted from it in terms of 
But it, yeah. but it did. We could tell that everything else was good. People loved Jim Carrey as Eggman. Like they were really excited about it. It was just that he looked fucking. There's also scary. Something beautiful though in 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 what we talked about already that the Sonic trailer gave the opportunity to get the fans what they wanted with a mm-hmm. nice dose of bullying to get that, there. That's what I'm saying. You know? I think that one looking back at the trailer, you're like, oh, it's not terrible. Like the song is a dumb choice and he just looks terrible. But then when you compare it to the new trailer that came out, everything about it, the tone was just so much more set to what Sonic fans actually wanted. So I think comparatively, yeah. that's where you can really see that they didn't understand what direction they wanted. They have this whole part where it's just that scene of Eggman talking because mm-hmm. they were like the return of Jim Carrey and he's Eggman, you know, mm-hmm. but we would have traded that scene in a trailer for just having a Sonic that looks normal and doesn't run around to gangster's paradise. True. I uh, speak for yourself. Right. That's fair. <laughs> speak, that's super, for yourself. speak for yourself. Super fair. Actually, um, yeah. Well, well, what do I, I, we're kind of, I think at the heart of this, we've got to decide yeah. there's a lot of different uh-huh, ways sorry. you can, you can conceive of voting on, on a matchup like this. You got to decide like, what's the most important piece? You know, is it a trailer that is just like objectively a good trailer that makes you want to see the movie? Is it a trailer that captures the tone of the film? Well, is it a trailer that gives the chance to do something incredibly special by forcing an entire VFX team to, to redo the main character? Like what is the most important piece of the trailer experience you know just imagine coming like the first day back in the sonic office like the first (laughs) day back you got bullied into redoing like the first day back what what is everyone thinking Mm -hmm. you know um but i think that's very true i think the sonic trailer it changed a lot about how we view trailers because now it kind of similarly to the schneider cut where where, yeah where people kind of have this mindset of if we bully anyone hard enough they'll give us what we want yeah Alex, I love that you called it the Schneider cut. You made him 10 times more Jewish. Yeah. (laughs) Do I not always say it like that? He's the Schneider cut. Do I not always say it like that? As Alex? As Alex? Alex. It's just one of my favorite things about you. Thank you. Uh, We got a vote here, and I have a vote if we're ready. I I guess we can can start it off. You know, they're trailers, they're short. The matchups are going to be a little shorter than you're used to, audience. But that's because we're flying at a rapid pace through this bonus episode. It's very true. It's very true. Um, I've got to get back to my wife. <laughs> True. God, what a happy marriage you have. I know. What a happy marriage. I love it. No consensual workplace relationships for me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We're the tough cut, not the dry guys. That's <laughs> nice. Nice. Good. Um, look, bullying works. Sonic gets my vote. <laughs> I have to vote for bullying. Oh, is that it? That's it. That's okay, all I got. got. Alex? Uh, okay. <laughs> Just to put Matthew in a pickle, which I love to do famously. That's true. Yeah. And because I genuinely think that there, there's a lot of... I think that when people think of their favorite trailers, I, I know so mm-hmm. many people that they would say, unfortunately, Sonic. Suicide Squad. Oh. So, and I think that it is genuinely a very good trailer. I think the Sonic trailer did do a lot of very interesting things for people that are chronically online. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, <laughs> I, I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like now if I vote for Sonic, I'm... Outing myself in a way the audience never knew about. I've trapped him. I will vote for Suicide Squad. Hmm. Much to think about. It, it is hard because it, I think it's, it's so funny how accidentally both of these trailers really had an influence on their audience and the studios that made them. It's just they just so happen to go in two completely different directions. One studio leaned into it too much. It also like affected the way I think that we view 
movies and trailers, I think, as both of you have said, mm-hmm. with like relating to what you voted for, you know, like, yeah, yeah. there are Damn. people I mean, like every single time a trailer comes out, there's a small group of people who are like, we could do the Sonic treatment and we could bully this movie. <laughs> we can fix we it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is also the Marvel mindset where if we see something that we don't necessarily like or we, that doesn't look quite right, we're like, well, you. they're not done. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're lying to you. They're not done or they're keeping it out from us. They're pulling an Anadarmus. You can get sued for that kind of shit. I can already see that the name of the episode is going to be like something with Anadarmus. It's not. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic yes and here from the tough cut. <laughs> great improv no, as always but <laughs> the episode will be titled something is the answer um i think i'm gonna vote for sonic as well uh, not because That's i'm fair. chronically online <laughs> but the idea yes yeah, say it again the, the idea of just like molding a multi-million dollar work to the will of its fans via a trailer mm-hmm. is just mind-blowing to me you know, no, it was such an influential trailer. And, I think that that is super fair. And maybe I still have some like residual anger about Suicide Squad and going to get buy tickets like opening week and then actually seeing yeah. the movie. That's I'm gonna fair. I'm gonna tell you all a little secret. I was so upset with that movie. I actually bought the novelization of Suicide Squad. Ooh, wow, that's great. and it is the original script in novel is form. It- and I I will say it's. It's a little bit, not much better. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made it from like. Does it still have the line? Yeah. It does still have the line. So it's still fantastic. Nice. What, if if okay. that's what you were that's, asking. That's where I was going. Right. Yeah, of course. That's amazing. But yeah, it, it didn't make it like a ton better. Like it didn't suddenly make it like an A minus movie, but it, it brought it to like a solid like C plus. Okay. That's passing. Well, hey, That's you know, passing. audience, if you get us a, a sick 10 tweets, Alex will do a full reading of the novelization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just That's like true. we're gonna read and the Sonic but script. After, after my, uh, after I don't have a cold anymore. That's so. true. Future Alex. <laughs> right. 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 Um. You know, you probably could have swayed Matthew into voting Suicide Squad if you would have reminded him that it won an Oscar. Okay. Anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic sweep Sonic was supposed to happen. <laughs> I'm still upset about the Oscars 2020. Anyway, um, Jake, do you want to go ahead and introduce us? Oh yeah, I mean us. Jordan Peele coming back for his sophomore debut. Um, look, I, I chose this one for a couple of reasons. Uh, it's hard to do a sophomore film when your first one like swung for the fences, literally won Oscars. It was like expectation subversion for Jordan Peele's whole career started something very vast uh, and different uh, for the horror genre and just, you know, for, for movies. That's a, that's a tall order. And to start it out and then you just hear that, classic i got five on it and then distorting it into something so like familiar but unfamiliar uh it was perfect like it literally he did exactly what he needed to do to sell us on that he could do it again and i think that's like really really impressive and i just remember like seeing this trailer and like everyone that i talked to was like that was a great that was a great trailer like have you seen this trailer like that was such a fun trailer i was excited for this movie and i haven't gotten that much hype on something that wasn't like a marvel movie where people were just excited that another was happening or like you know a big property this was an original concept and people were excited about the movie so i'm like sold Hmm. 
Nice. That trailer song was so good. I remember some people were disappointed in the fact that Nope didn't have like a punchier, like a snappier mm. song in its first trailer. Everyone was like, oh, that's the next. I got five on it. And then the trailer, the trailer was good. But I remember people were disappointed because they had these high expectations because right. of how good the Us trailer was. God, Jordan Peele must have such a weight on his shoulders for like oh everyone God, always yeah. constantly being like, it got a one up. I mean, you know, it, that is the issue of coming out the gate really strong and then mm-hmm. continuing to make like high quality films you know like uh, the, his trilogy of films i think are all phenomenal in their own right yeah so yeah i think it's a great trailer i think it's very fun the i got five on it is so iconic i know that for mm-hmm. months after this movie came out like anytime you came to my house jake i was just like <laughs> playing yeah. playing the, the trailer version on loop um, he was playing the trailer version he had a pair of golden scissors he was in a red jumpsuit he was creeping around going <laughs> yeah well that's just a standard tuesday for me um on the other side of this matchup uh alex do you want to go ahead and introduce um why you put uh, the last year <laughs> do you want to explain yourself alex do you want to you're i know you're not feeling well today uh, but... the, I- <laughs> the iconic movie night Shyamalan movie <laughs> true the last airbender m night Shyamalan is has returned with the last airbender the adaptation of the beloved <laughs> cartoon or not cartoon network nickelodeon animated show mm-hmm. i i don't really know what to say for myself yeah everyone had one funny trailer and i needed one <laughs> and this is one of <laughs> this is one of the saddest trailers i've ever seen <laughs> it's so it's got like a rock song in it and it tries to coincide with their airbending and or Aang's airbending and the really oh, it's Ong, horrible actually. fire bending. Yeah, Ong, Ong. I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm yeah, this, so is sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is the movie version after all. Yeah, this is the movie version after all for movie night Shyamalan. Oh my god, uh, it's it was really bad. Rewatching it back, I remember thinking like, oh, this trailer was probably kind of misleading. Like people thought this movie would be good, and looking back, maybe it was a sign of the times too. I'm sure when I was in like fourth grade when this movie came out, I was really like, yeah. Ong, go get them. And I was really into it. Uh, but wow, looking back, this trailer is just bad. Why are they all white? It it immediately transported me back to watching this movie. And when I saw, you know, purposefully in the trailer, they only show one scene of rock bending, mm-hmm. of earth bending. And um, rock, rock bending. Well, because he bended a rock. He bended a singular rock. Well, three of them bended a singular well, rock. Well, exactly. And I just was transported to when the only real earthbending scene that's in the movie and they do all this dancing and then one tiny boulder on a string that you can see <laughs> floats across the screen floats across the screen that's one of my anger. favorite scenes in all of cinema i i it's yeah. honestly <laughs> i love just how much effort and emphasis is just put into this moment only for the rock to like slowly drift across i'm like well, i couldn't honestly, create like, better I... satire <laughs> Yeah, honestly, once again, with the theme of bullying works, I get why the Fire Nation took over. They all look pathetic. <laughs> and hey, I mean, they you do. know, Dev Patel and all. Yeah, Dev Patel, he, I thought that wow. he was actually one of like the only really good castings in this. I feel like he could have been a really good Zuko if they actually gave him the chance. I strangely remember, I don't know if I'm just like a childhood black hole, but I remember very little of this film. It's, yeah, don't watch don't it again. Have to. <laughs> 
Don't watch it again. Am I remembering correctly that the firebenders also needed? They need fire. They needed I remember fire. that. They needed fire. That just negates the, the entire point. The guy carries a point. box of matches with which, which that that, that reminds me. As a child watching Nickelodeon, they had all these interviews with all of the cast because they put like so much marketing effort into it. Yeah, they because did. you know it's a huge Nick show, and interviews with M Night Shyamalan are like burned into my childhood brain about him talking about like why he changed the name to Ong and why the Firebenders need to th- throw the fire in so they can have the fire to bend. I remember more of that than I do the actual film, so that might say a lot yeah. about the quality here. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Might he say, always has twists, right? And the twist is the movie's bad. bad. Yeah. Well, he keeps using that twist. He should maybe get a new one. <laughs> he should. What he do should. you mean? Old was great. No, we're not. We're not talking about old. Alex, after for the second week in a we're row, always we're always talking not, about old. We're, <laughs> we're always getting older. Really, this podcast is created in a vacuum. We're on that yeah, beach. Life's a beach. Life's a Ooh. beach, and it makes you old. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Actually, going back to, to what you, you said, Matthew, I, I think that it's interesting that you bring up that you remember all the marketing more so than the actual movie, because I think that might bring it back to, you know, what we were supposed to be talking about. Trailers. Uh, Whoa, really? Whoa, Alex. <laughs> Whoa, no, it was my fault. It was my fault. That's why I'm trying Whoa. to save it. Oh, you're really Whoa. keeping us on, on track here. That's normally my job. Really trying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was normally my job. What do you mean? Okay, Alex. Okay. You, anyway, you get one good episode um, in your pocket, Jake, where you kept this on track. <laughs> Any, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Alex. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, I'm Alex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that it's really interesting that if I put myself back in the mindset of when I originally saw this trailer, I do remember liking it. I do remember me and my dad, who my dad would watch the original Avatar with us. And we were genuinely so excited to go see this. Aww. We saw it in theaters. And I think that this trailer genuinely can fall under a similar category where it was very misleading, where they were just cutting out enough of the firebending. You can't tell in the trailer that they need fire for the firebending. Yeah, I don't think they say his name either. They don't say Ong. No. Yeah, they... they and they have like this rock song, which was probably the big cool thing to do to make it like edgy yeah, because that was that was what people wanted. They wanted a realistic version of Avatar: The Last Airbender. So I think that it's actually really interesting this trailer because it tricked us. <laughs> because the, it tricked us. Because it we tricked love us. awarding. Fuck the Ana de Armas uh, yeah. super fans. We want to be tricked. Yeah, that's, that's fair. a good argument. Yeah, there's uh, there's this one award show for trailers where they give out an award for i think it's called like the the golden sheep and it's the it's the award that goes to the most misleading trailer it was a really good trailer that promoted a horrible movie and so they'll do that every year Wait, i think it's like the clio awards or that's something. awesome yeah it's really good <laughs> i i've been pitching that i think the oscars should have a category where they uh for like it's another actor category where it's uh, the MVP of a movie for someone that acted really great in a terrible movie. Yeah. A la Florence Pugh and Don't Worry Darling. Mm. Well, that's hard because it's basically saying the movie is shitty and I think it they is. wouldn't want to do that in the Oscars. Honestly, the Oscars need to be willing to call stuff shit sometimes. They should. Well, that's what they got the Razzies for. Yeah, but the Razzies. The Razzies are sometimes just like actually like 
problematic. True, true. This is why we support the, the tough guys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We have our own bracket. The toughies. Yeah. The toughies. Every time we can't decide, we go, ooh, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. That's a toughie. Yeah. Okay, so comparing these actual two trailers, I think there's a huge disparity in terms of like trailer Well, they're quality. both horror movies. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the stomach. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm just sitting next to him. Whoa, <laughs> Alex. Cute. How'd you get in my house? <laughs> How'd you get in my house? Um, because like the S trailer is like actually a great trailer. Last Airbender. Um, I guess it's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, The Last Airbender, some of it might be that it's just like some early 2000s cringe kind of thing where like in reflection, right. it's a little cringe, but maybe at the time it was great. Um, but like, I, you know, I guess it's tough because I'm, I'm thinking if you sat down me now and me at 10 years old, which of these movies would I watch? You know, I would, I would kill no, to do that. But here's the thing. By you the at 10 and also me at 10. I can't speak for Alex. Cause he famously doesn't like horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, him. while you're, you're cold's on, you might like them a little more than usual. Yeah. I hate them. But like, I would, I would watch the shit out of us. That's <laughs> true. Like, so if would I, I saw honestly. that, I, you know what I mean? Like you, you watch some fucked up shit, Matthew. You can't say that sitting down 10 year old, you might want to watch Airbender more. Airbender was our 9-11. I was, I, I didn't have anything better. Than... <laughs> it wasn't that. <laughs> Damn, it was the Zoomer 911. <laughs> Air, Airbender was it was a big deal for Airbender was our avatar to the way of water. I, <laughs> honestly true. Anger. It was it was a big deal for everyone that this movie was that this was going to be a live action movie yeah. of a beloved show. It's one of those things you root for even if maybe in the back of your head you think it doesn't look good because you want it to succeed so badly. I don't I don't think I think we have too much foresight right now when we look back on it. I don't think that we could have known how bad it was going to be. I, yeah, I think that like hmm. 10 like me now I can see that there's like structural issues that the the trailer's trying to cover up that like they're probably The Last Airbender is not going to be a great movie. Me at 10, I'd probably like put Us and Last Airbender like rank side by side as like movies that I want to see. Like Us seems like yeah. kind of like, you know, it's got some spooky vibes, which I'm huge on. It's got some of that horror I'm huge on. But Last Airbender at 10 years old, I was probably like, this shit looks badass. You know, I thought that the design of the arrow was actually really cool. The tattoo, the tattoo. I thought that that was actually like one of the very few. He just grumbled. Matthew. Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm I'm not. I thought back then. I I remember thinking when I found out, like as a kid, that they were going to do a live action. I was like, are they just going to have a big block of blue arrow? Like, how would that look good in real life? And I thought it was actually kind of clever that it was like like tattoos. Yeah, the air nomadic uh, symbols all over. I thought that that was actually really pretty good. Also poses some questions. I just remember thinking they all looked weird. Like I, I, I remember, okay. I do. Like I, I remember watching it and be like, they kind of look weird. Couldn't tell you they're why. They're all white. Though it was because they're all white, and like watching it now, I'm like, why does Egg have these? Like as, as a child, just, I look at him and I you think didn't have the, Like I don't. You didn't have yeah. the 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 approaches to critical thinking to realize that this is whitewashing. Yeah, there was no critical race theory going I, on in I my remember, head. It was why they look weird. I remember watching that trailer and thinking to myself, that girl that plays guitar is going to marry David Beckham's son one day. Yeah. Wait, is that true? I did say that. That is actually true. That is uh, Brooklyn Beckham's wife. (laughs) Matthew's keyboard just started clacking. Furiously (laughs) clacking. He just started. He's like, I had a chance. No. (laughs) I 
I mean, marrying a famed soccer star's son. What the hell? That is the second worst thing she's ever done. <laughs> Yo. The first was this movie. The third was being racist at a restaurant. Yo, what the <laughs> hell? I didn't. Dang, Katara, bad no, problematic. Appreciation. Of- I might be thinking of someone else too. Actually, now that I think about it, I do know that she's known for being mean. We're gonna get fucking sued for libel. And I'm gonna sue them right back for thinking the movie was good at ten years old because that's <laughs> it, there's a precedent. Wait, dang, she was in Transformers. Was she the girl in Transformers? No, don't bring that evil. Don't bring that evil. Little here. girl in Transformers, the one with. How do you think Alice got sick in the first place? Don't bring that's that. True. Evil I'm sorry. Here. I'm it was sorry. Transformers. It always is uncredited voice cameo. She's got a- you 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 put Matthew into a, into a hole. He's gonna do this whole. Inter- Sorry, hey, no, I just we're good. To make we're a good. joke we're for good. people that like TikTok. We're good. No, but what was the Matthew? Totally what was the what was the Matthew thing he said? He said, "quote I am not chronically online," not and chronically he has spent online. the last five minutes on an internet deep dive. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I trying to put all went, the lines. Okay. Yeah, she's the Pitch girl the from Age of Extinction. I know that we we can't like unpack that right about now, but like, <laughs> no, we can. That's wild, you know. Anyway, c- circling, circling okay, we gotta back vote. to the real thing. Yeah, we somehow have <laughs> to vote on these two. Um, I didn't say anything about the US trailer. Um, it's very good. <laughs> Well, you can continue saying something good about the S trailer because I'm voting for us <laughs> to move forward. Um, That's fair. That's super fair. You know what? I, I can take it from here. Um, I'm voting for chaos today. <laughs> yes. I'm going to vote for the last airbender. Yes. <laughs> um, Jake is crying. I, I want to justify the 15 minutes I spent doing a deep dive here. Or you yeah. can dash all my dreams like a like a wee creature upon a rock and vote for us an objectively better trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I will do. Oh, okay. I vote for us. <laughs> You're voting for us? <laughs> <laughs> he did this long like thing where he was like, you know, you could dash my dreams. <laughs> so was I was like, like yeah. oh, well, that's what I'm going to do. The Us trailer genuinely is just like fantastic. It would have scared me silly if I was a kid, if we're doing the whole argument of what It we did like. scare you now because you hate horror movies, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I do, sure do. I actually remember vividly when we were talking about this, Alex, that you were too scared to watch us because of the trailer. I'm actually surprised you didn't bring that up. Just not feeling well. Yep. Just feeling a little different than usual. Just a little different. <laughs> different. Um, okay, jumping into our last matchup here as us advances to our three-way finale. We've got the social network, um, which I pitched. Um, yeah. It, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I almost picked that one because I, I... So we'll count this one as yours. Matthew didn't no, pick it. No, no. <laughs> um, no, Matthew picked it fair and square because I chose oh, to try to pick a silly one. It's, which not is a, it's, it's, never, never, it's not a competition. It's a comedy podcast. Yeah, uh, Social Network released in 2010 um, is about Facebook. And wow, is that trailer pretty good? Um, it is. I So I was saying earlier, I was like, you know social network might be one of my picks and then i saw you picked it and i was like okay i'll pick something else because i'm at least glad it made it on the bracket because i love that trailer i love the the children's choir version of creep and everything but i was thinking back before i watched it i was like ah it probably wouldn't like hold up the same like the editing of it is probably a sign of the times Rewatching it it actually is still it still holds up impressively well i would like to look into those like sentimental google commercials that they put out at the end of every year and see if those started after the 
that's social network trailer because yeah. you know how the whole thing of the social network trailer is like the the, the like searches typing. and looking Search up all that. Like, yeah, I would I would be interested in finding out if Google came up with that after. I this I think this trailer, like so many trailer tropes, I think you can you can start to tie back like the mm-hmm. um choir cover of kind of like a slow rolling song a soft cover yeah, of, yeah the, song. those little search things like they're, they're i think this was just like a really similar to us it's just a really really effective trailer um mm-hmm. in, yeah you know the most wild part about this trailer to me is 2010 this came this trailer came out the same time as avatar the last year oh that's my crazy God. you I can forgot. starkly see the difference uh it's not a sign of the time huh. that avatar was who i it didn't was. think about that <laughs> I didn't yeah either. <laughs> it, it's I simply it's good I out. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey you know it's just how it goes um but i literally just know as soon as you said 2010 i was like holy shit like we just yeah, oh, that's wow. like um, actually wild because this feels like a trailer for a movie that could be like in theaters now. Yeah, 100 percent. I think another really impressive thing about the trailer is not only is it well cut, not only is the song choice really good, it, it is just a very well made trailer. It actually also so accurately depicts the movie you are going to watch. Yeah. Yeah. When I was fair. watching it back, I was just like, yeah, the tone and everything fits, you know, seeing when he was describing what he wanted Facebook to be, or, you know, at the time it was the Facebook, uh, yeah. showing all the college parties and the hazing and everything. That is what the movie is. It is someone that is starting all of this strictly because they want the popularity and they want to be part yeah. of something. A fucking and lizard man that, trying to understand what it means yeah. to be human. <laughs> yeah, what it's, it is to love. It is so interesting because it's like, this is based on a true story. So we know what the story is. We're mm-hmm. like, if you compare this, I guess we're not. Well, I mean, with the other one that's on the other side of this matchup oh, yeah, specifically. Um, but we, once you finish your thought, we can, you can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just like, skinner, it's interesting that we have one trailer where it's like, we know the whole story. So it's just about like what the tone, like it, it laid out exactly what mm-hmm. it was and it was good. Whereas the next one, um, you got no idea what that shit's about, yeah. but oh boy, does it convey a feeling. Do, do you want to, wasn't um, it about that doll that was nailed to the wall? Do you want to, no. Introduce oh, well. Skinnamarink, Jake. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this movie is Skinnamarink. Um, it, it was a trailer I literally saw a week ago, but it has not left my mind. Uh, so I put it in, and I did some research about it. Apparently, like it was a like a small like budget whatever film made in Canada. Got popular because it got leaked in the film uh, circuit, and TikTokers stole it ah. um, for like their like oh like this is like a fun like thing. But it got leaked; it wasn't supposed to leak, and the filmmakers were really disappointed. But because it got leaked, IFC Midnight picked it up, and they, they someone noticed it in the production, and now it's getting a theatrical release, and it'll be released on Shutter. It's not even out yet. No. Oh my god! It's not even out yet. Um, so this is fully. I wanted to pick a trailer that's literally existing in real time, just as a trailer. Um, cause I saw it in, on a movie screen last week and in front ne- of what movie, uh, Violet Knight. That's hilarious. In front of Violet Knight, no. David Harbour, which total tonal different, like Violet Knight's like a comedy horror, whatever thing. This is actually scary. This is terrifying. And I, I wanted to like horror trailers can be so fun. I mean, I picked two of them, like a, is another horror movie. Uh, this just when it played in the theater with the big screen and the way the sound design works and the like the suggestive imagery, but no real like kind of plot. It's sca- I wanted it mm-hmm. to end like I genuinely wanted. I kept like looking over at my friend I was watching it with and I was like, 
I'm so uncomfortable right now. And like, but it was it, like, I kept thinking about it over and over again. Like I, I literally did a deep dive researching it as soon as I got done with the movie I just saw. And I think that's a power of a trailer if it can do that to you. Um, that's such a good point because yeah. both trailers I think are so well made. I, I genuinely think that the Skinamarink trailer is very, very good. But it was like you said, one perfectly conveys the movie you're going to watch. And then the other, you literally have no idea what you're about to watch because the trailer doesn't give you a lick of information. Yeah. But the tone, like it, it I think the tone is, is so just like, good. oh, I want to, I want to be in that world or I just can't shake it too. Like, yeah. I don't want to be in that world. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't as Alex. Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Alex, yeah. you'd probably hate this. You're right. I've I've been talking too highly of it. No, no, no. <laughs> you're sick today, Alex. You can be it however you're, you're feeling sick, today. You're <laughs> um, um, it it is remark. So they're both fantastic trailers. I think um, that are successful for very different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. As you guys were talking about a little bit, like Social Network is basically laying out the exact tone of what you're. Well, to the extent that both are laying tones out, they're similar in that regard. Um, right. but they go about it through very different means and methods. Um, you know, like social network is Aaron Sorkin, David Fincher. Yeah. Like you, you get so much of that flavor, like already cut into like the trailer's DNA and a lot of talking in that trailer. Yeah. A lot. And like, it's that's that, that rapid fire. They're like throwing those quips out, you know, billion dollars. It's better whatever. than a million dollars. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. Exactly, which Quote, is just true. Um, and Skinamarink is instead just like it is like pulling you in with highly evocative imagery and just like that general feeling foreboding. I don't even really know what I'm watching. Even now, like I have now watched it back twice and like I, I'm already like picking up like little things I didn't notice the first time around because there's like it's just like very engrossing. You know, do you want to know what the synopsis is? I did read it. I kind of don't. It doesn't. It also gives nothing as well. But up to y'all. I don't have to say it. If it moves forward, you say it. If it doesn't, (laughs) we live in mystery. Okay. All right. That's fair. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, I think it is hard to put to like pin these two against each other because one one is just is one is a textbook good trailer. It is cut well. uh, It tells you exactly what you're going to be watching but the other one just conjures up such like strong emotions in you regardless of if you like horror or not you're just kind of you're just kind of in a panic while watching the skin and trailer and so i think it's really difficult because that like that emotion that you feel even if it doesn't give you any information shouldn't be discredited right i mean it's tough because like with skin it's it's a toughie it gives it's a toughie (laughs) it it gives a lot with less like it, it gives a lot with less, but the social network gives you a lot, but it's all like warranted. And that's not even scratching the surface of like what, like uh, I, in totality, what I, the film is, but it, it is at the same time. I almost wanted to say quality over quantity, like with Skidmarink versus, you know, but, but social network is also quality too. It's not just yeah, the quantity. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe that's like the deciding factors that it is both. I, I was know. surprised though, in the social network trailer, there were a lot of big moments that are my favorite scenes in it that are in the trailer. Like when uh, Andrew Garfield's about to do his lawyer up asshole speech, like that's in the trailer, not like the audio, but like the visual the of him. Doing- I, I think the social network in some sense benefits from the fact that like this was at the time, I mean, even now, like it's recent history, like this shit just happened happened mm-hmm. so obviously yeah. like 
you the lawyer up asshole like you don't know that that's going to be said you don't know that that monologue is going to be so good but like people who are curious about the fallout um like the actual story of what has happened here can already find it out before walking into the movie because they just had to like follow the news like these lawsuits were like in the news like at the time and years before like and all that sort of stuff um and and i think the social network like is uniquely posed to kind of take advantage of um that circumstance yeah i mean and again skin Marine hasn't even come out yet so usually on the other like the other matchups we've had we movies we've seen we can compare to the trailer and all that we also compared it to the trailer and now that in indicted a lot of our like votes and or indicated a lot of our votes and i mean the skin Marine trailer makes me want to see skin Marine, which is i think on 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 its own level really valuable i think that is valuable i think the problem with me is that watching the social network trailer makes me want to re-watch the social network even though i haven't seen it i will likely right after we finish this recording go listen to the lawyer up asshole speech um, yeah, at the very 100%. least. Sorry, I left my Prada at the cleaners along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip flops, you pretentious douchebag. Wait, what's the story with the chicken? <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love that scene. I just, I, I, yeah. This is, it's uh, tough. I can't go first. It's tough. You say you can Sorry. go first or you can't go first? No, I can't. I, I'm still thinking. Uh, this is hard because I just genuinely think the Skin of Ring trailer is so special. It's like very, very is it, evocative, no. you know? Yeah, it, it it's very evocative, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess that's part of what's so hard here, because if I had the opportunity to compare it against the actual film, I could say, mm-hmm. like, you know, how does Skin Ring compare to the tone that the, the film is setting, or the, the trailer sets versus what the film sets? Though I feel like I get the impression we, yeah. that the film is probably just going to be more of kind of what the trailer sets out. It's going to I, be, you know, when I went on my deep dive about it, cause it's already aired in like some festival circuits. Mm. Like that's why, like how it got leaked to mm. a lot of people come just like, yeah, when I saw this trailer, like I need to go back and like, actually now that I've seen it, uh, it, it is what it is. Like it, the, they just describe it as nightmarish. Like it's like a fuel dream state, but like, it's very powerful imagery. It's still like reserved as the film is, mm. but like it delivers like of that, like you, you, the whole trailer when I was watching it in theater I was waiting for like a pop or like something really scary to like outwardly happen yeah, yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen and it didn't it just lets you and, sit and, in it it just lets you sit in it and they said this film lets you sit in it but it also delivers on showing you some really like messed up stuff but not like you know um, so I don't know but it's all the promise of the film the film that is not out yet um, I think okay this is, is gonna sound like slightly harsh but just because I have to make a decision I'm going to pick The Social Network because textbook already, it is a great trailer. It makes me want to rewatch a movie that is long and I have already seen, but the trailer is still good enough that it makes me want to watch it. And if I were to have never seen The Social Network and compare these two trailers, while I think the Skin and trailer is very impressive, I would watch the two and say that trailer could be a load of bullshit and the movie could suck. But this trailer shows me a movie that I'm pretty like 90% sure I will enjoy. Hmm. So just, you know, comparing them as trailers, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Social Network. Jake. I'm really proud of your arc of not wanting to go first and then going first. That was, I know. That's kind of crazy. That was beautiful. Um, I think indecisive. It's, it's probably recency bias, but having a trailer crawl into my brain and make me really want to watch something that made me uncomfortable and like kind of like I wanted it to end but that I like kept researching it over and over again uh I think that's amazing uh so I'm voting for Skin and Marink based on on that evocativeness of 
of selling me exactly what they want for like a genre of like, this is a horror movie that is meant to scare you, make you feel uncomfortable. And it did. And yet I kept coming back to it. Um, and so that's, I, I guess I'll finish this out here. I think I'm going to vote for the social network, almost like an anti recency bias. Um, yeah. of like, it's like really tough for me to like fully evaluate the quality of the trailer for skin and without having seen the film. Um, yeah. If we had talked about all of these trailers strictly in a vacuum, this would probably be a very different bracket, maybe. But we already have like unleashed Pandora's box of like talking about how well films represent their or how well trailers represent their films, which I think is a really yeah. important piece of the puzzle. And this is that's just a really big unanswered question mark for Skin Rink. I do think it's a great trailer and I am likely going to try and see the movie um, on yeah. account of just it being a really good trailer. And I'm normally not like a big trailer guy. So um, yeah. with that, we've got a, a three-way finale here of Sonic versus us versus the social network. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So Sonic got number one. What can we do for two and three? Um, <laughs> is kind of where I'm at. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I, I think Sonic genuinely, Sonic genuinely was very influential. You know. Okay. So I was thinking about it like as we were going through the voting process for all of these. My argument for Sonic, while I love it, and I did vote for it. It's a dangerous thing to crown, you know, (laughs) and as someone who works in the film industry, I don't want the norm to always be release a film. General audience thinks they knows better and they bully people into like doing something. It's a huge issue with DC. Like everyone thinks they could do a better job over there and it's in shambles because no one lets them just do their fucking job. Let let an artist be Um, an artist, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so while I love it because it is funny and it did do better, so you have to reward it on some level, I don't know if I'd want it to be number one on our list for fear of just what it it could be. I I think that's a really, really Um, good point. Um, I totally agree. So if we want to crown Sonic the third place and then just have a a first second matchup Mm -hmm. between two objectively great trailers for two objectively great movies we can do uh, us Good versus job. the social network sonic and please everyone sonic 3 is uh, gonna be slated to go up against avatar 3 um so you know yeah, yeah it'll, in the, the box the, office the sat whatever the hell it's called whatever whatever james cameron wants to shit out next um let's let's do a sweep let's go see sonic and let's support that movie hey sonic is batting two for two right now shot down birds of prey it killed morbius in the crib and now uh, it's yes. got its sonic biggest foe ever <laughs> yeah. sonic is everyone was gonna have morbius mania yeah that's true but, a24 more like give here's a20 for tickets to morbius (laughs) um i mean if everyone had just seen the poop my pants has sex scene then they'd have very different thoughts (laughs) anyway we're not talking about morbius on this show um ever probably wait wait, what (laughs) um so us versus the social network well how do we make heads or tails of this these are two really great trailers they do really similar things too. Now that I think about it, they've both got like the with kind the... of iconic music cue. Oh, with, uh, yeah, distorting shit. like a familiar music. A sample of something that's pretty famous. They both kind of give away a lot about the story, even mm-hmm. if you don't realize it until you've already seen it and you watch the trailer back. Shit. That's really hard, actually. I feel like I've been. You guys are gonna have a tough time figuring this one out. Yeah. Wait, oh my wait. god, <laughs> wait, time. wait. Um. I feel like uh, we've just done some kind of market research for like trailer houses or something <laughs> like yeah, but yeah, making an Sometimes effective trailer. Work. 
I mean, it has to be you a know. good movie. Like these films have the like breathing room to that. They don't have to like cut around the shit, you know, mm-hmm. like they can just kind of like be honest about what the film is to a certain extent, which I think really helps. Okay. Yeah. I would like to bring up something that possibly could help us. Yeah. Uh, it is it okay, well, let's take a vote on that. Matthew, do you think that Alex should be allowed to bring something up that'll help us? Yeah, I think, Alex, you have the floor. Okay, okay cool. Uh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost a no. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, but. Just no. Not no, but. No. <laughs> yes, and here's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that something that can help kind of narrow down what at least resonates with us individually more because it is about us, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is the fact that the social network, the trailer, and the film itself kind of are more information-based, whereas us is kind of more emotion-based in terms of the fact that it is a horror movie trailer. It is showing us things to be snappy. It is showing us what to show us to, once again, evoke a strong emotion out of us, where the social network is to more like intrigue us with the information that it has to present. Mm-hmm. So maybe that could be a taste thing where what matters more to us individually. Right. Well, that yeah. was something I was going to bring up because as I mentioned before with the well, social I did it network. First. Oh, you. God, <laughs> you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, with the social network. Something I noticed in the trailer, even though it was very good, very wordy. And it's part of, like, it's Aaron Sorkin. Like, if you have an Aaron Sorkin movie, you're gonna show all the words. And that's, you know, the script is probably, like, a million pages long, too, because you have all the words. It's a million and one. Oh. (laughs) And um, I think I've realized, like, preference-wise, like, I I do, I I mean, I, I I love the words of Social Network. I think the script is very tight. Uh... It does seem like they're just giving you the best hits of what like or like what they think are the most enticing hits of the movie because we already know the story. Whereas in the Us trailer, I feel like it's more evocative of a trailer of like we have to convince you to watch this original concept of something that you have no idea what it's going to be about. And we're purposely trying to not give away everything because it you know has a twist. Um, I think it's working with more complicated or complex things that the social network just has to give you show you that it can it is a well-made movie where us has to do a little bit more than that um uh, i don't i mean go ahead alex no no you, you go I, I don't know if i fully agree with that um i was gonna say the same thing <laughs> <laughs> so to some extent yeah as you said like it's the nature of aaron sorkin it's just like how he writes dialogue it's that really quick snappy back and forth you know he's described it as being like music i believe in several interviews um well I, I i understand that like us is pitching us on our original film whereas the social network is like building upon pre-existing like we know who mark zuckerberg is find out the true story tonight um us is also you know like coming on the back of get out there were likely people that were going to see it just because jordan peele is the one behind it like obviously if we're Fair. talking like mainstream like mass market appeal those are very different things like Mark Zuckerberg is just like in the news straight up. Jordan Peele is like a guy who certain circles of people, film fans, comedy fans, etc., are are more aware of. Um, but but I do think that 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 it's like you're, you're maybe putting a little bit too much credence that us is selling us on something totally unique when it is also kind of like, you know, to the credit of Jordan Peele as a creator, you know, like. And I think I think where you might have lost me like a little bit is. I, I feel like that kind of discredits the social network trailer a little bit. Yeah, because fuck it. Fuck that trailer. No, because really, I think that 
if we look on paper of what that tra- what the trailer is supposed to do inherently, it's supposed to sell the movie accurately, and I think that it does. I think that it's cut really well. Like I, I already brought up how they they are putting all of this wordy dialogue mm-hmm. over the images of frat people partying and all of these meetings with all of like everyone just kind of pointing at Mark Zuckerberg and going, "You did this," kind of thing. But it's it's what they're selling. Mm-hmm. So in terms of it being a trailer, it is a very accurate portrayal of what they are selling of the product, the movie. Yeah. And it is just a very well-cut trailer inherently anyway. Yeah. No, they're both well-cut. Yeah. They're both ac- like accurate to what it is. I think it's more of the, I think I like what us is juggling as to what they have to sell more than what the social network is juggling or what they have to sell. Yeah, which I, I, I think is that fair. That makes sense. Which is... Yeah. Uh, you know, I think as we kind of touched on, like, 100% like a preference thing. And and I think that's part of, like, what's really tough here for, for me as just, like, a being. Um, <laughs> thank you for the little chuckle. <laughs> the new, sto- the new story that. has no. dropped. <laughs> Let's move past it. Let's um, move past it. Uh, is that, like, the Sorkin-esque dialogue, in this case, literally Sorkin dialogue, um, like, the social network is, like, crafted to be a, the type of film I really enjoy. But, like, in a lot mm-hmm. of ways... I similarly to something that's like very dialogue heavy that there there's like lots of that back and forth, lots of that tension and conversation. Also like some of the the more evocative or quiet pieces that us is kind of carrying with it or, or trying to display like it's it's again, both are, are evoking tone. They do it in very different um, through very different methods, similar to the, the discussion with Skinner Rink. Um, mm-hmm. And and like it's hard to say at least right now for me like which one is doing it better necessarily, but unfortunately we do have. To I know I'm soon. kind of having a hard time with. I will say to the uh, devil's advocate for all of the wordiness of the social network trailer as well. I do think that it is important considering that Matthew brought up an interesting point where he was like, "This was a sign of the times. This was this was something everyone was talking about because it was newsworthy." Right. The so last a lot of people. In 2010. A lot of people knew a majority of the story because it was in the news. It was very prevalent. It was at the forefront of our minds. But I think that it is easy to just have a biopic. It is hard to have a biopic be as engaging as the social network is sometimes. Yeah. I think that all of the the dialogue that we hear in the trailer is to entice us that this will be not not like every single other biopic where it it's kind of got it's kind of got like a little like a sassiness to it almost which mm-hmm. is funny because it's about all these computer nerds it's about nerds what the hell it's about, it's nerds. about nerds i mean to that I, the credit of that yeah. like aaron sorkin also wrote the steve jobs biopic and like yeah yeah that um people didn't like as much and also it was like a yeah. huge financial disaster basically yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah well on the same on the same wavelength though we have to realize that even if two out of three of us love horror here uh <laughs> sick alex this, is a uh, different podcast. breed yeah i i like horror today <laughs> um horror's not as popular and i think that while selling a biopic and making a good biopic is great too selling a horror film to mass appeal to people who wouldn't usually go see a horror film is also an impressive feat and i feel like what jordan peele did does is he he did that he did that as well effectively i don't know i kind of disagree again Hmm. that sucks i think that the horror community is very especially after jordan peele like we already brought up how he 
kind of has created this fan base for himself. Like you called his movies a trilogy when they have no relation to each other whatsoever, but it's because we see it as dang. She's using the receipts. I mean, he's using the receipts. (laughs) 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 He, he, (laughs) man. Um, Alex. uh, (laughs) But Alex is a gender neutral name. It is. I, I love us. The tough cut boys. That's what we always say. I get that Alex is a gender neutral name, but we we literally refer to ourselves as the tough cut boys constantly. I say lads. We are the lads. We are the lads of tough cut. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, sorry. We have completely derailed your point, Alex. I kind of forgot what it was. Hell um, yeah, big win, big win. I am so. I, you had the receipt. I still think I I understand what you're saying. Where it's like yes, like. The horror, like Jordan Peele has built that fan base, but I still think it's to the credit of the of how the good film, it is. Of, uh, I mean, of Aaron how good it is and how good that trailer was. Like now too. we have benefit of hindsight. I mean, um, it was like I said earlier, people were almost disappointed in the Nope trailer, not because it wasn't impressive, because it was still a good, solid trailer, but because the Us trailer was so good. It, it really sold us. And I know that some people, when they rank Jordan Peele's movies, uh, Get Out, Nope, and Us, Us is usually on the lower end. But the fact that that trailer is still so beloved, I think, says a lot. That it's just yeah, a very well made trailer. I think it welcomed uh, even bigger audience, and, and I think that's that's a hard. It's a harder thing to do, I think, with mainstream horror, um, because other mainstream horrors are on the backs of like you, you have your screams, you have your like Fred, you know, Jason, Freddy, whatever, or you have uh, Blumhouse like doing their like yeah. throwing money at like. 12 Blumhouse things and hoping one of them is really successful. Jordan Peele's are just like one, you know, like Mm -hmm. thing. And and it's, it's hard to make a really, really insane profitable horror movie. That isn't like an accident. Like this is a blockbuster horror movie. Yeah. There, there is definitely something to like making horror palatable to a general audience because most horror isn't, um, horror as a genre isn't palatable. Like, yeah, it's gonna make, ring's not like, gonna, it's, it's not. It, it may make money because it costs $15,000 to make, but it, it's right. not going to be like a cultural touchstone that we talk about for decades. But because like horror movies just generally aren't obviously we can get into this. They're not arguing genre right now, but like as a broad as a broad yes. paraphrase, yeah. like horror is just less should palatable. We bring up, should we bring up the argument of the, the two songs in, used in both these trailers versus each other? Because I think that these two songs are in a big part what make both these trailers as good as what they are. Yeah. They're well cut. I'm not taking away from that, but it is the song choices and the way that these songs are mixed that kind of make these trailers as iconic as they are. That's true. Um, I Yeah, I, I think the they both add a tremendous amount to like the the tone and feeling they're trying to evoke. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of the music, I'm, I you go first. I think I may give a slight edge to us um, because the I got five on it, it, as Jake kind of talked about earlier, the the distortion of the familiar is obviously a common theme in horror and the distortion of a familiar song, um, but also in a way that kind of still maintains like a little bit of like upbeat or kind of groovy nature to it, because it is also like us is a pretty funny film at times. It is. Um, so it like it is, is really maintaining true to its DNA in terms of like how it's choosing to distort the song. It's very intentional, which isn't to say that the, the cover of, um, creep is not but i i think just like in particular it's like really finely tuned in that way for for uh, i will us. say i i say that the i got five on it is more it, it does go better with us right than creep 
with the child's choir goes with uh, social network. But it works great for the trailer. Goes, if yeah. I heard I got five on it inside the film itself again, like with that creepy distortion, I would be like, this fits perfectly like right. it's in it. Whereas if the creep uh, existed in the film uh, itself rather than just the trailer, which I don't remember if it does. It, it, it doesn't. But I will. I think that inherently, I think that the creep with the child's choir in particular singing it is the more inspired choice. I think that that was, mm-hmm. who would have thought of that? And I think it was genuinely yeah. so clever. But the I Got Five on It remix goes better paired with the movie that it is actually part of in the trailer. And just like seeing the biopic and, you know, you usually have like a hero story and like a protagonist, like whatever. But this biopic's about Mark Zuckerberg, who's not the greatest person. Uh, (laughs) And so seeing that and like having creepy over it and it's just like he is centered as protagonist, but you're calling him like a fucking (laughs) weirdo creep dude. The movie does not ignore. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But I'm saying like, that's, that's perfect for setting the tone of like, we're not, because if you're making a biopic about Mark Zuckerberg, people are going to be like, are you going to make him be a good guy? Because you hear biopics, like who gets biopics? Usually good guys. Um, but it is not ignoring the fact that it's not ignoring like he is like not not a good guy and I think musical choice having a trailer set that tone is like really important I think I'm just gonna boil it down to one thing which is that the social network trailer just shows Rooney Mara too much (laughs) she's barely in the movie and they show her like in two prominent parts twice in this trailer you should sue she's barely yeah you know what you should sue I will what were you going to say, Matthew, before Alex cut you off oh, really you're rudely? Say something? Oh, no, no, we're good. Um, uh, it was just, I mean, I was essentially just that, like, even beyond the music choice, I think that the social network trailer um, definitely still shows that Mark Zuckerberg is like a slimy piece of shit. Slimy. <laughs> and that's like, that's a perfect, like, you have to do that. You have to submit yourself to doing that. And also it entices people because you're like, oh, I get to watch someone be a fucking piece of shit and, like, get exposed. And get yeah, rich. Hell yeah. It It is showing off that we are aware he is intelligent, but mm-hmm. not that it dismisses the fact that we think he's a little Cree. I mean, the, you know, the tagline or the you know tag associated with it is literally you don't make 500 million friends without making a few enemies. Like That is great copy, by the way. So that is good. such a good line. <laughs> Well, we should, we need to vote. <laughs> we we yeah, went into this thinking this would be like a half hour long. Remember when we thought it was going to be a 30, yeah, 30 minutes? <laughs> we'll cut it down. No, nah, we won't. Oh, okay. We're just going to release it raw. That's not true. Ooh. Yeah. After what Alex said, that was really, really inappropriate. Yeah. We can't include After that. After what Alex. Yeah, cut it out. Cut it out. Cut that part out. Anyway. Yeah. Anyone want to? Alex said something horrible. <laughs> the man with the white. And his address is. <laughs> um, anyone want to start us off with the voting here? I guess. I'm going to do I the social can't. network. Oh. Well, you louder yeah. into the mic. I vote for the social network because even though I love the Us trailer, like my brain cannot get it out of my head that the social network is like the better trailer that we will be talking about for longer. Uh, I think you're wrong and you suck. I vote for Us. <laughs> you're correct about one of those <laughs> Which one? We'll never tell. Um, I'm going to vote for the social network here. Yes. yes I think they both do really. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Um, they both do really fantastic things, but uh, like, do. I, I, I don't think we dug into it enough or as deservedly as it maybe should have. But like, I truly think this trailer like has defined a lot of trailer tropes that we see now. 
um, or at least it's like a million percent. It's like the highest quality trailer I can think of that, like at the highest quality and earliest version of a lot of those tropes, um, which is just like so spectacular. And it's just like it's a great movie and such a great trailer that evokes so much of what you're going to get so effectively, you know, 100 percent like something I thought of 20 minutes ago and I didn't bring up uh, was that. We and we're out of time. It really sucks that <laughs> <laughs> we're pushing time here. Uh, no, what were you saying? We probably wouldn't have gotten us trailer how it is if Social Network didn't do it. I mean, given yeah, but Avatar did it first. That's true. Twenty ten, a oh, sign of the Avatar, times. James Cameron. Nope. Oh, oh wow, Jake Sully. Avatar. Yeah, Jake Sully. <laughs> Avatar um, Two pain. Way of Water. Pain. With that. Pain. Gangnam style. <laughs> uh, with that, we um, the Social Network is our winner today best trailer mm-hmm. of the bunch Woo. with sonic in that sweet third place and us taking second um Woo. thank you guys so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode make sure to rate and review the show on all of your favorite podcasting platforms we're on all of them um follow us on social media at tough cut pod um we're on all your favorites who should they share today's episode with they should share it with all the Alexes of the world. Yeah. Whatever they may look like. You know what we learned today? Being Alex is a state of mind. That's true. That's, you know, it's yeah. it's maybe the real Alex were the friends we made along the way. Mm-hmm. And I need oh. zero friends on this. <laughs> Only fighting words from Jake today. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much. We've got some. We're happy new year and we'll be back to regular scheduled programming Aww. soon. The next bracket's a good one. You guys are going to love it. <sighs> That's true. It's it's packed with some yeah. preferences. Yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, Alex, what, what uh, what's that big thing you do at the end of the episode? Uh, I rip off my hat.